Welcome to Parkside Chat. Today's episode is all about standards-based reporting and the process behind the shift away from traditional grades to standards-based reporting in order to provide improved feedback, more relevant instruction, and student ownership of education. This is by no means an easy project, as it not only involves steps such as determining priority standards, creating proficiency scales, designing an actual report card, and creating the companion document that goes along with the new report card, but it also involves understanding the emotions that go with moving away from something so traditional into something that is unknown to many. I'm your host, Jess Ivanelli. And today you are going to hear from teachers and students from John Mills Elementary School that are involved with the piloting of the standards-based report card. So I'm going to have each of you introduce yourselves by giving your name and what you teach, as well as how you're involved with the standards-based reporting. I'm Mrs. Murray. I'm a fifth grade language arts and social studies teacher, and I'm part of the standards-based committee as a committee member. I'm Ms. Firezel. I teach math and science, and I am piloting the standards-based report card. My name is Matthew Fryer. I teach fifth grade at John Mills, math and science, and I am piloting the standards-based reporting. Great. So let's just start with you, Mr. Fryer, since you were the last to speak. How has the, that's really not the reason, but it just sounded like a good transition, okay. so we're going to go with it. Yeah, okay. How, you on that. <laughs> Great. How has standards-based grading changed the way you teach, or what practices do you find are now more important to emphasize with standards-based reporting? So making sure that the students understand the process of standards-based reporting is really important because I've had a lot of students this year come to me and say, is, is this graded? Or what grade is this going to be? Or how is this going to look? And, and making sure they understand why we're going to a standards-based model is really important to communicate to them and then also pass that information on to the parents at home. Making sure they understand that the process of their learning is just as important as the end product. Making sure that they understand the amount of learning and the growth they have through the course of the year is if not as important, but more important than their final product. For example, students who come to me at the beginning of the year with a at grade level understanding of the concepts we're going over, they need to be pushed into a realm where they're starting to explore sixth grade concepts or concepts for the next grade level, or, or be able to apply these concepts and skills in real world circumstances where it involves a lot more abstract thought and thinking versus students who are coming to me with a very small amount of knowledge of the concepts that we're going to be going over, making sure that they go from basic understanding to being at a full grade level of comprehension is that, that achieve, both achievements need to be celebrated and making sure that they recognize that it's not just about how smart you are, it's about how much you've grown through the course of the year. So this definitely isn't an easy process. It's just huge mindset shift for everyone that's involved. So Ms. Fireisel, maybe you can tell us some of the struggles that have been through this process since you are piloting this as well. One of the biggest struggles I was seeing as a teacher was kind of piggybacks off of what Mr. Fryer said about the mindset. Students were, in the beginning, were saying like, oh, was a, does a one, two, three, or four, they were correlating it to a percentage, but that's not exactly what it we want them to take away. We want them to take away a one means I don't understand. A two is um, I'm developing and beginning to understand. A three is I'm meeting grade level expectations. And a four is I'm above grade level expectations. The next biggest struggle I was having as a classroom teacher was giving students time to retake assessments because I'm trying to have the students understand that Sometimes it might take students one or two tries to master a skill, and then sometimes it might take um, three, four tries, and that 
time of mastery, it shouldn't matter as long as we master it and continue to grow. When time's one of those things that's always very short, in short yeah. supply in general. So I can only imagine trying to balance that is difficult. Yeah. And the last struggle I really had a difficult time with was trying to make sure that the grade book was reflecting the standards and the technical side of parenting percentages and standards and making sure that the parents were seeing the standards and not the percentages. So if we're talking about struggles and challenges, from my point of view in district office, what I'm seeing is one of the hardest parts of this is also going to be communicating to parents what this transition means. Because especially if they have children that are in high school or middle school who won't be going through this process right away necessarily, that communication piece is going to be a difficult one. Lots of parents expect A's across the board for, for many of their, their children. And that is somewhat attainable for students in a traditional grading system. But for students to earn a four or exceeds expectations in a subject is quite a feat. It is not the norm for parents to see three, which is understanding grade level material. That's really what we're aiming for. And to change from that concept of this is the highest grade they can get to something that, hey, this is where they're supposed to be, is something that needs to be communicated effectively and, and hopefully it doesn't cause parents to think their, their children or their students aren't doing as well as they could. They're doing it just fine, earning a three, as opposed to my kid gets straight A's. A four means you can teach it, you can explain it, and you can write your own word problem, you can solve your own word mm -hmm. problem, you can find errors looking at other students' work. A four basically means you're working at above grade level, and I think that's a mind perspective switch that is Will hard you, to change. Yeah, that'll be really challenging, especially for people who've only known the traditional grading system. Because there's nothing above an A currently. Yeah. When you get an A, that means you're the top because yeah. you know what you're supposed to know. There's mm -hmm. nothing on a report card right now that designates anything above that. Correct, yeah. So though this sounds like a lot of work, it's definitely important work. Ms. Murray, what impact has standards-based grading had on your students? I've seen a huge impact, a positive impact on students because I feel like students have clear expectations. Uh, we begin our lessons with I can statements. We have our standards posted for the students. But the biggest thing that I think is that students realize that they have the opportunity to continue learning and we're using the data that we're collecting also in our new intervention groups this year. So we're finding out where the students are at, what standards specifically they have or have not mastered, and then how we can continue to group and to work with those students so that they can continue to learn. So it's definitely a positive impact. I think that's one of the biggest changes too, right, is knowing then what needs to be worked on after that, because I'm not going to talk about ages in this group, but when I went to school, you got an A in something one year, or you got a B in something one year, you wouldn't know what you needed to work on in order to change that grade for the following. Right, because what is an A? And yeah. I would also definitely say as not only a teacher, but also a parent of a student, that it will be a lot better when I'm looking at a report card to know exactly, instead of just an A in reading, how does that break down? What can my child actually do? And what do they need to work on? So I think it will be a lot more descriptive reporting. It will be helpful for parents to know where their children are at and what they're continuing to work on. And then as they move through the year, they will be able to clearly see the growth because they will see the specific standards that they had not mastered and then if they were able to grow within those specific areas. 
I think one of the important thing to consider also as we're talking about through the year is in math at least when we start the year we're doing a lot of addition and subtraction multiplication general operations of, of mathematics but as we get later in the year we start to work on things like geometry and those are very different skills and so if a parent comes and says my kids got an A for the first three quarters but in quarter four it's a different story they're getting a B it doesn't mean that they aren't doing as well in math it means that this particular set of skills is more challenging for them than something else that we did previously in the year. And to be fair, there's often times, I mean, because it is an entirely different thinking process, identifying shapes and angles and going through, it's, it's just a different style of thinking within mathematics, but all still under the same general umbrella. With the standards-based grading system, you have the opportunity to break it down and say, yes, they're still doing really good at these three standards we did previously in the year, and also this is a new one we're covering, and it's more challenging for them. So they can still see, yes, they're still doing good, and yes, they're still working hard, but it's a different type of skill. These are just three of the many teachers piloting standards-based reporting here at the elementary level. But what about the students? Do they understand this monumental shift in grading processes? Let's find out. Today I have with me four students from John Mills Elementary School, and they're going to introduce themselves with their name and what their favorite subject is. Hi, my name is Daniel Isaiah Moran. My favorite subject is reading. Hi, my name is Jillian Victoria Hayes, and my favorite subject is social studies. Hi, my name is Luis Angela Contreras, and my favorite subject is math. Hi, my name is Najari Celine Rodriguez, and my favorite subject is writing. Let's actually go ahead and start with you and tell us what is standards-based reporting to you? Okay, standards-based reporting to me is different from what was brought when I was in first, second, or third grade because we used to have actual grading instead of one, two, three, four, but I feel like it's good because some people get pretty mad when they have their like if they get an F or a C but like they need to calm down so like everything will be okay if you get a one it's like you don't know it at all and what that's technically kind of like an F and then like a two is like you get it but it's you still need a little bit of help which would be like a C and then like a three is like you get it a hundred percent you don't need any help which is like an A Experts is like you can help someone, but we're not that at that level yet because we again just started. Just school. started, so we're just having the one, two, three situation, and I feel like it's going to be good. Good. All right. How does it make learning better? Because I feel like <clears throat> it makes learning better because if you have an A, B, or an A, an A or B, you're like really excited and all that because you think you passed, but a C, D, or F. You feel like you fail, and I feel like people taking tests are always nervous that they're going to get those grades, whereas 1, 2, 3, 4 is just telling you you need a little bit of help, you need a, you need a lot of help, you don't need any help at all, and like you're excelling in it. All right, so what is the biggest difference between getting an A, B, or C, and then getting a 1, 2, 3, or 4? So an A doesn't really tell you what your grade is if you're like good at some stuff and bad at some stuff. But if you get like a two or a one or a three, it tells you you're good in something and there's some stuff that you gotta work on in the grade level. So it tells you what those skills are that you need more help in as opposed to just what one letter that's sort of like an average of maybe all of the Uh stuff. Okay, great. This is a big deal. This is a big change for a lot of people, not just for you, but for your parents and for everyone who's involved. Why do you think we're making this change? Uh, so then it could help your parents understand if you need help or if uh, you need, like, a little bit of help or if you need, like, a lot of bit of help. 
and the A, B, C, D, F doesn't tell your parents anything. It j the 1, 2, 3, 4 tells your parents more than the A, B, C, D, F. Great. So there you have it from our teachers and our students. This is definitely something that won't be easy, but definitely something that is important. The role of education is to focus on student learning. And what better way to do that than to have explanations of the concepts and content that students should know at each point in their education. Not only does it provide better feedback for improvement, but it also provides teachers with information to differentiate instruction and students with ownership of their own education. By no means is this transition something that is done overnight, but rather a process that takes time and involves multiple stakeholders. Luckily, here in EP, we not only have a dedicated team of teachers who are piloting these new report cards, but we also have a district-wide committee, the Standards-Based Reporting Committee, led by Dr. Gochi, to help with the implementation. Check out our station often for new and exciting stories about our district, and thank you for all you do for our community, district, and students. Until we meet next time, that is that for the Parkside Chat. Oh, thank you.